But we're going to start things off this afternoon on this Friday with uh, a, a real feel-good story about an event coming up where you can come, you can have a lot of laughs, you can support a very worthy cause. And to tell us more about it is one of my dear friends. She is a playwright, a historian, a comedian, uh, just an all-around good person. Tara McClellan McAndrew is here in studio, and it's so great to see you. Thanks, Jim. It's great being here. I, I was telling you, I was afraid I was going to run late because I was coming here on North 55, right? Yeah. And the traffic started slowing down. Guess where? Right, right we're by, on the road work and everything, right? Yeah. No, it's right by Hooters and oh. the Ascent. <laughs> and I thought, Friday afternoon, is this a coincidence? Were you just rolling down the window and breathing in deep, deeply as you were passing by Ascend? Uh, yeah, well, no, that's that's a good point, too. But there is also road work over there. There was so, road work. Yeah, that's so, why. we got to you, say. You made it in plenty of time. I did. And I it's did. great to have you here. Thank you, know, you. I haven't seen you for such a, a long time until recently. We got out of contact with everybody during yeah. the pandemic. Uh, but you were good enough to reach out a few weeks ago. And you're you're letting me check another item off my bucket list here. I'm really excited about this as part of what's being called Comedy for a Cause coming up on Saturday, October 1st. And we'll talk about the comedy part in a moment. Let's talk about the cause, first of all. This is going to be an event that, that's free to attend, but you're hoping people will come out and generously support uh, the initiative you're working on. Tell me about it. I'd be happy to. Um, so two years ago, I got the idea to develop a scholarship, to start a scholarship for African local African-American students to go and get their associate's degree, basically virtually free of charge. And I approached a couple of my dear friends, Amy, um, Amy Tarr and Julie Crable about it. And what we all have in common besides being friends is that we all adopted children of different races. So these issues, we tend to be more sensitive to issues about minorities and my, minority students. So I said, guys, here's what I'm thinking about. What do you think? And they really liked the idea. And the Stand Together Scholarship was born. And it is for um, Lincoln Land. And it is for a local African-American student with financial need who has a decent GPA, is very serious about school, and um, if, you know, the Lincoln Land Community Foundation is the one who chooses the students for us, which I'm really glad about. That would be hard. And then they can get virtually a free ride and get their associate's degree. You know, we're, we're really fortunate here in Springfield to have such a strong community college and tons of course offerings and things. And it does mm-hmm. offer a very uh, affordable route to continue your education after high school. Uh, but it's still a challenge for a lot of families. It is. And um, I've done some research on some of the hurdles that African-American students in particular face. And for instance, I just want to read from an NPR article from February 18th, 2021 about that. It says, quote, black families tend to have significantly less wealth than white families, according to the Federal Reserve. And black households are more likely to have student debt and more of it. They're more likely to default on their loans, even if they've earned a bachelor's degree, thanks to discrimination in the labor market. And the um, 
United Negro College Fund, of course, has information about this issue as well, some, as well as some of the hurdles that African Americans in particular face to getting an advanced degree. And it says that 65% of African American college students are independent. So that means they have to, at the same time, they're going to school, they often have to work full time and they often have family responsibilities. Plus, many of those students come from families that generally have lower assets and incomes so they can't contribute to their college expenses. And in addition to that, many of the African-American students, not all, but many, are first-generation college students. And that means that they don't have family members who have gotten a college degree, so can't really help guide them in applying for a college, which is a job in itself, I'm telling you, and trying to find all these various financial aids to a, a patchwork quilt of financial aids and grants, et cetera, to make it work. So what we said is we don't want them to have to go out and get like $2,500 scholarships. We want them to find ours and not worry about it. Yeah. They'll get virtually a full ride. They can focus on school. You know, we, we uh, it, it's real easy to take for granted uh, the advantages that, that I had, that I, I assume you had, my Absolutely. kids had, uh, that even if we were to run into some financial difficulty in our college years, there were tons of options. You know, my, my parents as a fallback, and they had savings, and they had other, you know, things, and there were things that I could do. And, and so I never really had to worry that a crisis was going to me, you know, that's it. My, my educational window is closed. Bingo. But if you are living, you know, day to day, check to check, mm-hmm. uh, there's just enough barely to cover the rent, to cover the groceries, right. to cover a doctor's bill. And if anything goes wrong, what, what's the one thing that's going to have to give? It's going to be that tuition payment. Absolutely. So, again, get that squared away, taken care of. Uh, it's, a, it's a huge deal. Now, how long has the, the scholarship program been in effect? Have you awarded any scholarships yet? Tell me about that. Yes, it's been in effect for two years. And we currently have two recipients, wonderful gals. They both graduated from Landfair, and one of them is studying to be a nurse. The other hopes to be a radiologist. She was inspired to be a radiologist because her father was um, diagnosed with stage three cancer, and she went to all his medical appointments and his surgeries with him, and that made her want to go into the medical field. And these gals, while they're going to school, they're also working because that is their situation. Right, yeah, exactly. Right? So they're doing double duty. Yeah. I mean, you're taking care of the college expenses, but they still have all their other life expenses. So Absolutely. Uh, n- nobody's just coasting through no. this, but uh, but it does take one big burden off their shoulders. Yes. And they write us, they've written us thank you notes, each of them, which they don't have to, but it it's very... It's very moving for us to hear that. Yeah. And they they talk about how terrified they were. They wouldn't be able to find the money or the financial aid. And even if they did, how would they, they say, how would we repay it? Yeah. So um, we're really proud that we've got and happy we've got two in it. But we would really love to raise some more money so that we could add a third student. And that brings us to Comedy for a Cause. We're talking with Tara McClellan McAndrew, who was one of the people behind the LLCC Stand Together Scholarship. And the event coming up Saturday, October 1st, uh, is intended to raise money for this uh, simply through donations. There's no charge to attend, but we're hoping people will come out and really support this effort. And also to help me 
check a big item off my bucket list. So uh, tell tell everybody what's going to happen at Comedy for a Cause. Well, you can come and either laugh with us or laugh at us, <laughs> whichever is appropriate given on our given our performance. So what's going to happen is at seven o'clock at Bacardi's Italian Imports, which is a fantastic Italian restaurant, and we are going to have light refreshments available for everyone for free as part of being there. Um, we're going to have one of our recipients talk about what the scholarship meant to her, but the the creme de la creme of the show is that we've got five veteran local actors. Jim is one. His lovely wife, LaDonna, is another. Um, Mary Young and Jimmy... John, Johnny, Johnny Molson, Molson, the legendary Johnny the legendary Molson. Johnny we Molson. call him Jimmy sometimes, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Johnny. I don't know why I said Jimmy. Um, so Jimmy then, Olsen is what you were thinking Jimmy of, like Olsen. Superman's little friend. Yes, yes. And, and in this the, scenario, I'm Superman. But yeah, no, I get it. See, we're doing it already. It we're makes perfect it. sense. Yeah, We're riffing already. <laughs> and I, so the five of us will be doing improv for you. Um, uh you know, that might be a scary thought. So if you're like horror shows, come on out for the scare <laughs> factor, okay? See, well, you know, and, and people know Johnny's a, a veteran improv guy. He's been doing it literally for decades. He is so good. And you know what amazes me? Johnny strikes me. He's always struck me when I, I used to come in here and do voiceovers, right? Yeah. He was the most serious person to deal with. I'm not kidding you. I, I felt like I had made a major accomplishment if I made him crack a smile. <laughs> I mean, he was never rude or mean. Johnny takes his comedy very was, seriously. Oh my gosh, it was too, it was business, yeah. only business. And I thought, this guy does improv? Are you kidding me? But he's brilliant And he's hysterical. Yeah. And Mary Young, of course, has worked with uh, Johnny's Troops Portuguese Radio Clown yes. Company. For uh, 10 years. My, and my wife did a lot of improv back in the day. Uh, but for you and me, this is brand new as far as doing improv in front of an audience. Oh, thanks, so, Jim. That helps. So like, so, oh, that helps so <laughs> much in front of a live audience. Well, we'll, we'll go down together. But, Kara. hey, That's... I must say, I was lucky enough to get to go to a class at Second City. There you go. Pre-COVID. So I'm really the one left hanging out there on a yeah. line. I've never been to Second City. I'm I mean, I've, you I've, under the bus. I've seen shows at Second City. never gone to a class there, but I have been getting quite the education just watching all of you uh, as we rehearse. So again, you can either come and you can have a great time laughing at the improv and the demonstrations that we do, or you can watch me implode and that will be entertaining in and of itself. And you also have to talk about to your friends for a long, long time to I'm come. I'm going to bring applause signs so that when you implode, everybody knows it's okay <laughs> to like laugh hysterically at Jim. Either way, it's going to be a very entertaining evening. And again, it's free to attend. This yes. is going to be at Picardi's. Now, if you want to, you know, buy your dinner there or something, you will have to, you know, you know Please pay, do. pay for that. Good. There will be some light refreshments provided, though, correct? Absolutely. Very light good. refreshments provided. Cash bar. Um, we highly recommend you order food. And we really hope you'll give us a little donation. Bring your checkbook or can can you yeah. uh, can you take Cougar plastic? Can you, can you do? Rolexes. Because I don't, Cadillacs. I don't know anybody who Sorry. carries cash anymore. Can you do the plastic thing? And uh... oh, Jim, you are so high tech for me. <laughs> I'm a luddite. Um, I don't know. Okay. Throw, throw us a Rolex, okay? <laughs> Sign over the title to your car, whatever it might be. <laughs> well, you know, go to, go to the ATM and bring some cash or something ahead like of time. That. Or if you still have a checkbook, I I don't know that many people do anymore. But if you do, 
Bring that with you. That'll still work. I think I'd work. be okay with people throwing cash at me in this instance. <laughs> in this instance, that would be just fine. $100 bills, please. All right. So, uh, again, it's Comedy for a Cause. This is going to be at Bacardi's. And where is Bacardi's located? It is on Cockrell Lane. It's right behind Arizona Tile. Um, for another reference, if you remember the old Jungle of Fun or Jungle of Germs, as people used to call it, mm. it's just south yeah. of that. Um, so, it's south of West Wabash. Saturday, October 1st, which is a week from this Saturday. Ooh, that's coming no up pressure. fast. Uh, no from pressure. 7 until 8.30 at Bacardi's. Uh, again, no uh, charge to attend, but donations are strongly encouraged please, and greatly please. appreciated to support the LLCC Stand Together Scholarship. Is there a, a Facebook page or anything that, where people can go to learn more about this? Or Yes, I created a Facebook event page. Okay. I have no idea how to reach it. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Just, just do a search for com- would comedy, comedy for, a cause. for a cause. Do the search for comedy for a cause on Facebook. I'll put a link up on my page as well. Sorry. We'll get we'll get people there. Well, you I said am so unprepared. You, you said you're a luddite. I'm improv. I'm, oh my god! I didn't even turn my phone off. Oh my <laughs> lord! I'm so st- sorry. You even started to do it. Oh my who's, gosh. who's texting you? Going for the love of God! We have a web. We have a Facebook <laughs> page. What are you doing? <laughs> Shut up, Tara! Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. This this kind of comedy is what you can look forward to uh, on Saturday, October 1st. Comedy for a cause. Tara McClellan McAndrew, it is a great cause. We are going to have a wonderful time one way or the other. We really are. And, yes. uh, and the audience will as well. Thank you so much for coming out. And I'm really excited to be a part of it. I, I've always wanted to, to do an improv thing. Uh, and after I've done it, I may never need to do it again. But we'll at least have a good time for this one.